Hey everybody, it's week three, which means it's episode three of the Go Deep Podcast. My name is Eric Ramirez, I'm coming to you live from Damascus, Maryland. I am your resident Jets fan, I know that tends to be a little hard for people to accept, but it's my reality. Uh, over here, I have the gentleman with the glasses, the better, the money guy, you know who it is. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? How you guys doing today? It's Lauren Heap coming to you from Montgomery Village. I am a Washington football fan. You can find me on my socials at, at the heap or at the underscore heap 21 if you want for a follow. But now I'm going to throw it over to my man with the top button, AJ. Hey, yo, I got I got the top knot. Name is AJ. Handles is Dunedin Jets. Uh, look me up on Twitter. Uh, I am a Washington football fan. I'm a Washington sports fan in general, except except for my Baltimore Orioles, whom uh, RIP to their season. They are terrible. Uh, some of the worst baseball you're ever going to see. But but I love them anyway. Um, and that's you know that's how you know I'm loyal. Um, but anyway, uh, look at look at me at Dundan Jets on Twitter um, on Instagram. Um, you know, we out here, we talk, we talk about sports. Uh, we're going to give you that hard hit analysis, which is why I'm going to throw it back to Eric. Yeah, man. Uh, also being it being our third episode, if you're having fun, listen to us, having a good time. Um, give us a follow, subscribe to us on any, uh, spot of, or any podcast listening system that you use, uh, whether that's Spotify breaker google podcasts whatever it is and give our give give some of our social medias a follow as well you can find us on ig um at the go uh the go deep podcast you can find us on twitter under the same thing go deep podcast um i think that's all we have for right now yeah leave a subscription um leave us a comment give us a like follow us subscribe we're trying to blow up guys i don't know i don't know what you guys think this is but like we're trying to get famous. We're, uh, you know, we're trying to make all the money. Like, help us uh, out. Yeah, seriously. What, what are you guys HBO doing? out here. Help a brother out. Seriously. Yeah, we, need, we need beer money. Yeah, so facts, facts. We're also going to start, the beer money. If, if and when we get, whether it's a five-star review or just a really bad review, if it's funny um, or interesting, we'll go ahead and read it on the podcast because, you know, absolutely. we 100%. like to have interaction with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> get on here. Set, let, let's hear you. Let, yeah, hear. Let's, let's, let's hear what you guys got to say. <laughs> but um, I'm going to kick it off this week. So I think one of the things that, that was really interesting for me, and I think I shared it with you guys at some point during the week when I heard it, was uh, this like constant discussion or this uncertainty of how to label the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I mentioned mm. them specifically because I know that they're your heated rival um, mm-hmm. as a Washington fan, both mm-hmm. of you. Um, and, and the, the consensus seems to be that they're good and they're bad, right? Um, some people say you can't be both because they're oxymoronic. Uh, I know, AJ, you have a specific point of view about how that's not oxymoronic. And, I mean, well, we're going to start there. I mean, what do you – when you say that you don't think it's technically oxymoronic, like let's elaborate on that because that's actually a pretty interesting point to me about why you would say that. All right, so, so an oxymoron is like – what it is is a a situation where two things that are opposite are both true, uh, or at least one of, or at least they both appear to be true. You know, it could be the case that one of them is the fact 
underneath everything else, but they both appear to be true at the time. So that, you know, and, and, and where, where people say, um, you know, the Cowboys are both good and bad. I don't, I don't believe that. What I believe it is though, that the Cowboys have a lot of upside, um, and a lot of downside. Sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't. Uh, when the Cowboys show up, when they are, when their offense is clicking, uh, they are a legit football team that is threatening to pretty much any other team in the league. Um, they almost beat the Tampa Buccaneers last in the first week, um, and we saw how damaging they could be in the second week. Even though they, you know, they barely beat the Chargers. Um, and and let's let's be honest, the Chargers are not. It's not a the Chargers led by Justin Herbert. It's not a team uh, that you can just write off. You can't just be like, well, the, yeah, the, the, the Chargers. No, they're, they're, that's a good football team. They're, that's a good offense. Um, I think what you have to, I think what you have to see with the Cowboys is, you know, they could be good. They could be bad. Uh, I'm not Skip Bayless. I'm not going to be like, mm, my Cowboys are the best ever. Uh, they're a good team. They could, they, and they, and they could be great. It just depends on which Cowboys team is going to show up on any given Sunday. Um, and right now, I don't have enough confidence in that team to say that they're that those those Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? How about them Cowboys? Eh, I'm not the, I'm not that guy. Uh, what I will say is they could be that team if they keep showing up the way they did against uh, in Week Two. Um, and uh, you know, I'm interested to hear what uh, what you got what you guys have to say about that, Lauren. What's your opinion on those Cowboys? Yeah, so you know, uh, are they good or are they bad or what? I think that it's it's you have to look at the part of two questions, right? Is their offense to me? It's is their offense good or is their offense bad or is their defense good or is their defense bad? Right? Clearly, one of the one of the sides of the wall is really good and one maybe may mediocre, right? So their offense clearly can score and put up points and move the ball effectively. Uh, it just depends on what kind of their defense shows up. Um, I think they were able to uh, the hill they held Austin Eckler only fifty four yards rushing last week and forced. Uh, Justin Herbert to pass the ball more and got two interceptions off of it. Their defense has consistently shown in two weeks they can come up with turnovers. So, you know, if they get that kind of combination every week, uh, they can, you know, uh, force turnovers and they're and that sort of explosive offense. I think they're trending in a trending in a uh, uh, to, to be one of the better teams of the league that like, like AJ stated, they almost beat the Bucks last week. Bucks had to, had to have a, a, um, Tom Brady come down, march down the field and kick a game-winning field goal with like a minute left or how much, I can't remember how much time was left on the clock. And then, you know, Dak was in the clutch and got got them in field goal range and they kicked a game-winning um, field goal this past week. So I think it, to me it's like what what sort of offense and sort of, sort of defense shows up for Dallas. If the defense shows up that's got a bunch of holes in it, not creating turnovers, they're probably going to lose. But the defense defense shows up like it had the past two weeks, created turnovers, got the, got the offense on short, short fields. Um, looked like they bottled up the run pretty effectively, held them to over 100 yards total rushing, and then, you know, Dallas is going to be a force. Yeah, so, sorry about that. Um, I kind of, I, I understand where both of you are coming from, right? Because you never know what you're going to get with the Cowboys. I mean, <laughs> what what exacerbates me about the Cowboys is our favorite head coach among all three of us, Mike McCarthy, right? Guy couldn't coach a guy couldn't coach a peewee team to beat like an army of ants. Mike McCarthy is terrible. He's so he's bad. I feel like he's him between him and Garrett the last few years, he's they've they've just really been handicapped at head coach. 
So they have all the tools in place, really, to be one of those teams that are consistently, like, in the playoffs, threatening, making runs. I mean, that can't be denied. That offense is explosive. You have a two-headed horse now at running back with Pollard and Elliott. Pollard was amazing. Shout out to Pollard. Great job this week. Um, you know, people's not people are not giving him the recognition he deserves. Uh, Pollard is the guy. He's that guy. He is that he guy. He's that guy. He is yeah. that guy. And, and so, I mean, the defense, I feel – so the reason why I like the Cowboys' defense is I feel like their defense is similar to the Jets' defense. Like, the Jets have one of the best defenses in the league right now over two weeks. How? I don't know. But they're doing enough to keep the team in games. And I feel like the Cowboys defense at the moment is just finding ways to keep their offense in the game. And it's just so high-powered enough that they can put the points up. I think they're good. I think mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy is just downright awful. He is okay. dog water. All right, all right. Do we want to Do we wanna have a discussion about the dumbass plays of the week? Because we got some dumb plays this week. Like... Which one are you trying? Which one are you are you referring to right well, now? We, well, we're talking about the Cowboys, uh, so we can, you know we can bring in the Cowboys dumb play of the week because we got, we've got it. It's there. All right, all right. Tell, all right, talk to me about it. Let me let me hear all what right. you got. So in the fourth quarter in the Cowboys game uh, against the Chargers, uh, you've got the game on the line, clock running down. Mike McCarthy's got like forty seconds on the clock. Uh, the Cowboys have driven to their opponents. Like forty-five yard line. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm estimating here. This isn't. These aren't exact numbers, but we're basically there at the forty-five yard line. And uh, they throw, they throw a pass. They get there. They're at their opponent's forty-five, and they have a timeout, which they don't call. All right. Okay. All right. It's cool. It's cool. You got, you've got forty seconds, right? It's fine. You don't want to call the timeout. Yeah, you gotta call the timeout. That's that's cool. That's cool. That's fine. That's all right. But you do gotta run a play afterwards. You gotta run a play <laughs> to get like ten more yards, or at least try to get ten more yards, right? Because yeah. you don't want your field goal kicker kicking a, a fifty-five yard field goal for the game-winning thing. Why would you do that? The game is tied. Just get an easier field goal, right? Mike McCarthy managed to swallow his whistle. He never called that timeout. He let the clock run down. What is the purpose of that? What is that? Guys, uh, gentlemen, I'm not putting this on you. You didn't call that play. If there were you and me on the sidelines, we would have made a different decision because we're not stupid. Yeah. What was Mike McCarthy thinking on the side? If I'm all right, and I and I, I just want to I want to be clear, right? Because it's like you know, I, look at the risk of appearing to be Stephen A. Smith on this on this podcast, guys. If I'm on the sideline, I've got 30 seconds left. My team is on skates. We are we are hustling to get that to get to the other side of the field. We get there. The play is clear. It's a first down. All we got to do is get some more yards. We've got a timeout. Lauren, what are you doing? Uh, I, think, I think I'm going to call a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to stupid, I don't know what that guy was thinking. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna step in real quick and use one of my favorite phrases for that. <laughs> in today's episode of fucked up, fucked up. <laughs> that whole sequence of events was just fucked up. No, it made, what was it Mike made no sense whatsoever. We does anybody have any idea what might be inside his head at the time when the game, like literally the whole game, is on the line? It's like, bro, you have one job. Like your job one is job. to call plays and call timeouts, and you messed up the timeouts part. Like, what else are you doing? <laughs> what are you here for? The, the only thing I can think is they have a timeout guy that comes up and tells them how many timeouts he has left. <laughs> and uh, oh hey, he, he fell at his job. So uh, he didn't run up and be like, because I guarantee you up. afterwards, I guarantee you afterwards, he answered a question for it. We have to find it later. But I guarantee you they were like, so um, why'd you let your kicker kick a 55-yard field goal? And he was like, well, I didn't know I had a timeout left, guys. No, oh, have you seen that. the post-game interview? He's like, he's like, he's like, well, you know, I tried to call time. He's like, I tried to see the clock, but it, it was blocked by um by a cheerleader. And then his uh, he was like, my uh, my offensive coordinator, he, he was also blocked by the uh by the by the camera. Like he said, he literally said that. He said that a professional sports coach said that he was blocked by a camera. He didn't know how much time was on the clock because of that, and that's why he didn't call. But Mike McCarthy, my dude. I mean, it's not like he's wearing a headphone or a headset my or dude. anything. It's not like someone. where he's where he can talk to like his like his offensive coordinator or you know other coordinators on on the sideline or anything like that. All right, I'm People going up in the up in I'm, the booth. Sorry, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going full Broly Super Saiyan on this. Mike McCarthy. What the fuck is wrong with you, my dude? Like, just, just. All right, I don't take it. I mean, you should be glad that Mike McCarthy is the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You know what? I mean, right. that's true. Go ahead, Mike McCarthy. Go, up, Mike. Right ahead. Go, go right ahead. Go do make your, your thing, make your boy. calls, bro. Do what you do. Do what you need to do. I'm just saying, if if you care about the calls or the plays that your players are on the field, they, they, they do sacrifice a lot to be out here. We just, I don't, I don't know. You could just, I don't, I, you, when you have a timeout with 30 seconds left, you could just call the timeout. You don't even have to look at the clock. You just, you could just be like timeout. And, and they would just, they would just, they would just say it. But uh, <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's fine. It's, they don't, it's not, it's not our problem. You know what? Yeah, that's correct. I didn't. And and they won the game, so you know if they lost that game, look, that'd, be, look, that'd be something. Be Jerry pretty, Jones, pretty I'm just about. I'm calling you out right in here, right now on the podcast. If you need me to call the timeouts, I'll do that. Just you know, <laughs> easy. Look, I'll even do it for a cool hundred thousand. You know, just just hundred k, just let it go. Or just keep track of the timeouts. Be that guy that keeps track of the timeouts. Exactly. The I could be that. I could be that guy. I'll even keep. I'll keep a special watch on my wrist. To be like, boop, whenever the whenever the whenever Mike McCarthy is unaligned with the ones in your bazillion dollar stadium, I, I like I promise you, Mike McCarthy will never not know how much time was on the clock. I will always remind him. Hundred K, bro, easy, easy. You'll be winning games, winning games. There you go. Sorry, guys. I I had rent. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, much appreciated. I mean. And that was the whole, that's the whole point, right? I think it all boils the Cowboys, whether they're good or bad. I genuinely think that they're really good. They just have one of the most inept 
head coaches in, in the NFL right now. They so, keep having them. Yeah, it's like that's what they love to do. They're just like, you know what? We got all the pieces, but uh, fuck it. Let's bring in this Jack Wagon. <laughs> so. <laughs> now, head coach, I'm going to transition real quick to a head coach who I actually I do have some respect for. I think he is also a little bit overrated. Uh, but this is a head coach over in Baltimore. But we're going to talk about Baltimore only because – Hot take. I, hot take. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh's a little over. He won one Super Bowl ring with a roster that was still had, like, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed in it. Won, won them a Super Bowl, and then they pieced out. Um, but who I want to talk about in Baltimore is good old Lamar Jackson, right? He showed out against KC. I mean, that first half by him was absolutely brutal. He came out looking flat, fumbled a couple times. Second half, led them back for a one-point win over KC. KC always seems to have his number, but he did enough to squeak out a win. Not today! Literally not today. But everywhere that I was watching, ESPN, freaking The Herd with Colin Howard, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, I don't even like him. But all these sports networks are saying, Oh, Lamar Jackson's been figured out. Like he's he he he's not the same player as he was when he when he had that phenomenal first year first year or whatever. Now, I, me personally, I'm going to call bullshit on that. I think Lamar Jackson. I think you know he hurt himself a little bit by missing some practice with COVID and everything earlier in the off season. Um, he's a little rusty. He's, he might even have some side effects still from that. Um, so I think he's just kind of getting his legs underneath him. It doesn't help that the rookie wide receiver that they drafted in the second round has been out for the last, I don't know, three months with a hip injury. He won't be back till November. Um, but I think I, – I, I generally think he's good. Lauren, now, do you have to agree with me? Or, or do, you, do you think really Lamar is just kind of a one-trick pony? I mean, what's your opinion on the matter? No, I think Lamar is awesome. I think he's uh, – uh, there's no way you can figure out. He had a jump pass in that game um, the, the other night. That pass. was just oh unreal. What and he, like, jumped, jumped over his, crazy. like, 6'6 six, six lineman and, and, and chucked it, like, 20 yards down the field to his to that his is, receiver. That should be illegal. They should touchdown. make that a rule. They should be like, you can't jump and throw and the ball. That's I, not <laughs> – that's not – that's not – what? Like, what are you talking – what is that? No, yeah, that was ridiculous. No, I think that I think John Harbaugh is a good coach. I, I've always liked him. I like him in the sense that he moved on to Lamar when it was time. And then on top of that, he's it's how open he is with Lamar and what Lamar can do. I do have this fear that um, watching that game, it just seems like to me, it's like um, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm wrong about this. You guys can tell me I'm wrong. But it seems like he, he John goes to Lamar and he's like, Hey, Lamar, I'm gonna need you to pass for 300 yards and, and rush for 100. And, um, uh, yeah, can you throw, like, three touchdowns and rush for, like, two more, too? Great. That'd be great. Thanks, buddy. And so it's not that Lamar gets hit a lot. It's just his usage. I, I almost feel like it's, like, Lamar to the left. Like, he had, he had 239 passing yards, and he had 16 carries for 107 yards. And it's just, like, how he's got to keep going. Like, he's got to do that for, for, uh, for them to have a winning season. He's going to have to do that again for, like, 14 more games or what I did my math wrong, uh, 15 more games from here on out. So, like, can can he keep that up? And how much does it take off his longevity of his career? Um, you know, like, can can he keep – and I'm not saying – I know he doesn't get hit a lot. That's And, you know, he, he might take a shot here and there. But, you know, um, that, like, rushing for 100 every single night, passing for 300 every single night, you know, how much can, can that keep going? Can he keep that up? And we'll just see. You know, I don't think defenses have figured him out. 
um, you can't really figure out someone like him just yet, not until he slows down. I think the, the reason he can't figure him out is he's, just, he's still too fast. He can get himself out of any situation, really. And so um, I think that they they I think he's a, a great player, but can they win now with him and get and and vault uh, and try to but on the early end of his career before he starts getting older and slowing down more? What do you think, Eric? What do you think? Well, AJ, I mean, oh, that's what are you crazy. thinking, man? AJ, you're muted. Yeah, muted. Sorry, I was I was asking what what is the question exactly? Because are we talking about Lamar? Yeah, we're talking about good old Lamar Jackson here, man. I no, mean, we there's no questions about Lamar. I mean, Lamar is Lamar is Lamar. He look, whatever you want to say. What else? What else you want to say about him? My man can throw the ball. He runs, and when he runs, he makes everyone else look fucking stupid. Uh. There's not a whole lot else to be said about that. Um, I mean, and I, I, I think that's that's have, the thing, right? I, every time, every time anybody talks about Lamar, it's a, so the first knock that he had, right a, after his rookie year, was well, he's a phenomenal runner. I mean, he's like Michael mm-hmm. Vick two point mm-hmm. Nobody could stop him. Second year, everybody's concerns is you know his accuracy. Can he pass? I mean, is he going to be is is he going to be just like Michael Vick, whose accuracy was an issue? Cannon of cannon of an arm, but was it going to be an issue? <laughs> Michael Vick's Michael Vick's accuracy wasn't an issue at either. So we can we can that's this conversation for another day. That's but, a conversation for a different podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but then I mean I vividly remember last year, Lamar came out and I think his first game was against the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken, and he lit it up like absolutely just silenced all the haters with that first game and he didn't stop like he kept he kept it coming the whole season everybody said you know this kid is legit now i don't know where the narrative came from and this is why i had to bring it up because i think it's all just clickbait bs but all of a sudden this year is well lamar jackson's been figured out well if you ask kc i'm not 100 percent sold on that nah bro if, if there's if there's a reason why uh lamar jackson has been looked down upon it's because people have been like, uh, you know, uh, you know, he, he just can't. It's racism. That's all it is. It's 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 pure and solid. At the end of the day, if you think that Lamar Jackson can't play quarterback, that's you're racist. That's what it is. I don't know. I don't know how else to put that. I can't. I can't. Uh, maybe that's a hot take. I don't know if that's. I don't know if it is or isn't. But like, I can't. I can't qualify that with any other. There's nothing else to say, like really, like what what else do you need to know at this point? If you're, if you look, here's what I'll say: I've got some of the most racist people in the world cheering the Baltimore Ravens here in Maryland. All right, those people don't think that Lamar Jackson is doing it because he's black. They don't think that. If you think that, though, if you think that Lamar Jackson is magical or has uh, some sort of gifted talent that he just can't escape. You're racist, though. I can tell you that. I can tell you that right now. Because uh, these white people out here in the suburbs of Maryland, in the suburbs of Baltimore, know that he that's just what Lamar Jackson does. Sometimes you just get athletes like that. That's how it works. Uh you know, people don't talk about Christian McCaffrey that way. They don't say Christian McCaffrey should play quarterback or play wide receiver or whatever. 
They they let him be whatever it is he is. For Lamar Jackson, that's not the case. I'm sorry. <laughs> that just isn't. You would almost think that came out of left field, but not hey. quite yet. Hey. Not quite yet. Hey. <laughs> Yo, that's, you... that's for another time. That's for another time. But hey, did you guys did you guys see the so I just got this notification literally like five minutes ago. So the kicker for the Raiders, Daniel Carlson, uh, he he uh, he played against a guy in his fantasy football league who had him like who had him as his kicker. Oh no! And because of the points he scored, he lost to himself in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk oh, about no. a good problem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this man lost to himself because of the points no. you scored in a game. <laughs> I thought that was yo. That's pretty hilarious, bro. But no, um, that that is pretty funny. Oh man, well, how do you not draft yourself? That's a good question. Sorry, sorry. you know what I mean. Like, I'd be on my own if I was a kicker. I'd be on my own fantasy team. But anyway, anyway, what were you about to say? Eric? I'm just yeah. You're right. I would take myself like in the fourth round. And be like, don't talk to me. <laughs> No, but um, I, I want to kind of recap week two before we start moving towards week three. Um, and the first game of the week last week was none other than your very own Washington football team. Ooh, um, there's a baby. lot to talk about in that game. Some Bro. good, some bad, some Bro. bad. But, uh, that w. yeah, you guys got the W, which was smooth. Lauren, I mean, how did you feel about that win? Cause I know, I know AJ's got some things he wants to talk about. We gonna get to it. <laughs> nah, we talking about Lauren. We gonna talk about some shit. Yeah, I'm gonna start uh, on Lauren. Get it, get it spicy. No, no, it, it was, it was. I mean, it was a good win. I mean, the fact that you know we got bailed out there by that last call, but the, I, um, the, the jumped off sides and he, Dustin Copkins was able to kick the game winning field goal. But there were so many moments in that game where you're like, your heart stopped. Like when, uh, when uh, Taylor had to lead us down the field and get a quick score. We scored in like two plays. Some of those throws, the wide open wide receiver for the Giants streaking down the field, just going off mm, his fingertips, mm, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like little those little moments where like at any point this game could have gone in any way. So you're just holding your breath. You're, oh, you know, like you're just you're, you're super uh, you're super into it. And so, you know, uh, uh, it was just a, it was a good win overall. It, it 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 interests me that our defense seems to be playing this like soft zone and like leaving guys open underneath a lot. And. I wondered uh, toward, in the fourth quarter, we seem to bring more blitzes, like bring more than four guys, like a corner blitz and, you know, an extra linebacker and things like that. So I right. really like the change up there. So I want to see how we do that move if we if we make uh, adjustments like that moving forward. Um, but we'll have to see. It's a great win. We need a much needed win. We've got a we've got a tough bills this team this week. So we really needed that win to not start the season out uh, 0-3 or anything like that. So but I'll throw it over to AJ. Go ahead. Hey, all right. So I got I got lots of opinions about this. Um, I don't want to I don't want to be too overbearing. Um, uh, <laughs> no, no, because I've got a lot to say about uh, certain calls in this game. What I will say is Washington uh, football Twitter needs to chill. Y'all be talking way too much about how the defensive line is bad. Daniel Jones got sacked four times in that game. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, he's pressured. Uh, at least fifteen times in that game. Like you get you y'all y'all need to chill. All right, I understand we don't want to make uh we don't want to make uh the generic peppermint, 
that uh, Daniel Jones is into some sort of like God or whatever. That's fine. I get that. But like at the same time, like my man's did not come out here and like be Peyton Manning. That's not what happened today or on <laughs> Thursday. Uh, also, though, uh, <laughs> look, I, are we going to get into it here? I don't want to. I don't I don't know if we want to yeah, get into yeah, it. Yeah. No, we, let's right. get into it here. Let's get into it. All right, cool. So. Washington football team in the third. I don't remember what quarter it was. Doesn't matter. Who cares? We're down in the, in the red zone. It's like it's like third down on you're, the. Oh, you're on the three yard line. Yeah, on the three yard line. Uh, we come out with a five. Washington football team comes out with a five. Uh, down lineman. Uh, so that's a 21. center, two guards, two tackles. They're all out there. Two wide receivers, both split out wide, with JD McKissick on the right of the quarterback in a shotgun formation. Ladies and gentlemen, what does the Giants defensive coordinator do? <laughs> Literally the dumbest shit I've ever seen on a football field, guys. It is it is like I I I can't stress to everybody involved right now how stupid this is. I know we have so I all right. Let me back up a little bit. I'm gonna reel it in. We have listeners I know that don't watch football. I know we have listeners that do watch football. I know we have yep. listeners that are like listening to it because they love us. They love AJ. They love Lauren. They love Eric. We all out here. I, I got you. Don't worry about this. I'm going to explain how stupid this is to you guys on Thursday, <laughs> how it was on Thursday night. I got you. Watch. So the whole point of football is to score touchdowns. Washington football team is on the three-yard line. It is a critical down in the third quarter. Like, we are ready to score. They've got, in football, the game is 11 versus 11. The Giants came out in a formation that makes absolutely no sense to anybody. Anybody ever in sports. They came out with one down linebacker, which is the, uh, the, the player that is behind the line of scrimmage. They came out with three down linemen. All right. Which is questionable, particularly because the Washington football team came with five offensive linemen. So let's not talk about that. They came out with seven defensive backs, seven defensive backs. The defensive backs are designed to run with wide receivers. When you are three yards from the goal line, you don't need that many defensive backs. In any situation, I'm sorry, it's not. There's never been a situation where you have seven defensive back. I, I, let me hold up for like for clarity in the situation here, right? Like most defensive backs in the NFL, the tallest ones are like maybe six two, six three, mm-hmm. but they're like a they're like 230 pounds soaking wet. Maybe yep. a little bit more depending if they're a safety. And but because most corners are are smaller, your average offensive lineman's probably like. Six foot two, six foot three, and pushing three hundred pounds. <laughs> There's no way, no way this corner is going to come up to a behemoth of a man and go, totally got this. All right, just to set the just to set the stage. It's not just that they have seven defensive backs on the play; they've got two defensive backs on the goalposts for some reason. I don't know what they're doing. Who knows what they're doing? They're like eight yards deep in the end zone. Uh, the rest of them are lined up across. All right, so there's there's four wide receivers, so there's two of them lined up on each side of that. 
but the rest of them are all on the right side of the formation. Taylor Heineke, obviously, as a normal breathing human being, as opposed to like somebody who breathes through their like proboscis wow. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Breathing through their mouth. He's like, oh, well, we should run to the left because I'm a no, because I'm not stupid. And so I they, see a giant gap there where there's literally nobody standing over two of my 300 pound linemen. Well, I mean, I, Eric, I have to say, my favorite part about the whole thing was like Eric Taylor had to walk up to the line and being like, wow, the, 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 the offensive line, the, the linebacker, or sorry, the defensive linebacker is literally like over here to my right for no reason. And so I'm just going to call the play to the left. And he's just going to, my running back's just going to outrun him because the running back is literally called a running back. And so he just takes the ball and runs with it. And he's faster than everybody else. That's the whole point of him being a running back. And it worked. There was, there was no, like, no razzmatazz. There's no, like, we can't. He scored untouched. He scored yeah, untouched. He, he just, he essentially, essentially there, was a, there was a hole that the average listener that you're listening to, yes, you could have run through to score a touchdown. They only needed three yards. And to add, to add insult to injury, it was, there was 21 seconds left on the clock before halftime. And we were down. So we had to score. And so he literally <laughs> rolls out there, doesn't put a position player a hat on a hat. You need numbers. Doesn't put a hat on a hat. And then he just well, – you you could have walked in untouched. I could have walked in untouched. And I'm not yep. – I'm just an average athlete, right? Like there, the hole was big enough. I mean, there's no one there for for, for, for yards. Look, But, look, yeah, it was it, absolutely it, ridiculous. Fam, Lauren's hair is immaculate. Like it's, it's like so quaffed. You got to see this shit. <laughs> Like it's it like is. It is. it's like to the left and everything. Like his beard is 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 it's like extended. Like I can't I can't explain to you the wind this, resistance on this thing. This and is a podcast, not his Tinder he profile. Is, he is either. still completely accurate in saying how he would score on this play. Like there's no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel you. You, I feel muted, you. Yourself. you muted yourself, but I feel you. Um, I mean. That was probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a football game. I don't know how at that level you allow your defense to walk out there knowing that they're so close to scoring and thinking that you're you're like 5'11", 210-pound guys are going to absolutely stop those guys. But um, my favorite part about that Washington game was none other than Scary Terry himself, man. That guy is phenomenal, unreal, on record, I think all three of us here will go out and die on a hill saying that Terry McLaurin is better than DK Metcalf. He's better than AJ yeah. Brown. He's better than Justin Jefferson. I don't give a, I don't, I don't care who you, who you try to compare him to on the younger side of the wide receivers, like especially the two and first years, like none of these guys can touch Terry McLaurin considering what he's done with what little or non-existent quarterback play y'all have had. Some of those, some of those wide receivers you just listed are playing with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Terry has had ten quarterbacks, ten quarterbacks, and not just ten quarterbacks. We're talking about dudes who are taking classes in school and then pulled off the street to come throw him the ball, throwing him for. A, he's still getting touchdowns and he's still running for hundreds of yards. I can, I can say catches. this. I can say this for a matter of fact. The line to kiss Terry McLaurin starts behind this podcast because, God damn it, we love that man. <laughs> we freaking love that guy, Terry McLaurin. If you hear our podcast. You're always welcome, and we will always buy you a beer, my man. For sure, for sure. Take them fishing. Yep, there you go. Now, I hope you guys don't mind here, but uh, 
I, we're gonna we're gonna segue from there to talk about my good old Jets. And, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. If you don't mind me going on a quick rant here, go ahead, so, Eric. <laughs> my Jets had quite the quite the game against the Patriots. Our rookie threw up four. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, count them four interceptions. Um, now, much much like my timeline, I decided to you know get on get on the good old Twitter. And uh, so I beseech that the, the coaches take out the rookie, not because, you know, I think he's a bust or because I'm, I, I want to cut my losses or anything like that. My mm-hmm. concern is like that kid is getting absolutely demolished behind that line and he's a yeah. future investment. So like he's throwing up four interceptions. We're down by a lot. Let the kid rest on it, you know, watch, watch his own tape or whatever, kind of swallow the hard pill, but keep the kid safe. Now, much like AJ was saying, Jets Twitter was very quick to start pronouncing or proclaiming the kid a bust or just like he's an absolute wash. And I think it's all bullshit. Uh, we got a first time signal caller. I mean, he comes from BYU. He's going to be a learning curve. Uh, LaFleur is it's his first time calling plays. I mean, he's he's going to have to he's going to have to learn what works, what doesn't with the personnel that he has. And Robert Sala is the first time head coach. Who I think, by the way, is doing a phenomenal job. I've got like, there's this tweet that I just retweeted of him absolutely just tearing into the refs because he didn't agree with the fumble. I mean, he challenged the play, but like we go from that, and like a year ago we had Adam Gase at head coach, which was mm-hmm. like watching paint dry. He'd be, he'd be calling like halfback draws on third and sixteens, and I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> fucking great stuff. This is phenomenal. Um, so it was a, it was a rough game as a Jets fan. Um, Everybody's praising Mac Jones as like the second coming of Tom Brady. The guy's averaging three air yards per pass. So the average listener, what that means is Mac Jones is throwing the ball so short that it's traveling three yards through the air past the line of scrimmage to his wide receiver, whoever's catching it. So if if me and you were to just walk out three yards past the line of scrimmage, turn around, the ball's coming our way. And he's not putting up crazy. He didn't even throw for a touchdown against us, I don't think. He's not doing anything crazy, right? Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, like those two, like these two guys are leading the NFL in interceptions, but they're fucking slinging it. So I mean, it was hard to watch. I was a little, I was a little heartbreak, heartbroken because I was kind of hoping that, you know, Zach would come out and uh, and beat the other rookie. But Bill Belichick is just, you know, he is who he is. He's one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. And, uh, yeah, that game got ugly quick. So, Eric, what's your uh, what's your one takeaway moving forward from that, like good or bad? or? Uh, so the good, you know, the good thing, and I'm going to be touting it until they absolutely melt down, um, our defense, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Salah and freaking, um, God, I can't, Ulbrich, Jeff Ulbrich are coaching the hell out of those kids. Oh, yeah. And they're just playing. They're they're keeping us in games, which is surprising because like our corners are so young. We we lost Carl Lawson. I mean, it's been it's been interesting to watch that defense really step up. So that's my hope. Fact, you know, and for a factual point, real quick for your defense, I'm pretty sure he threw three interceptions. Uh, your quarterback did uh, Zach uh, Wilson at uh, or um, yeah Zach Wilson at halftime. He had three interceptions, and the score was only thirteen to three. Yeah, going we into halftime we were still and in it's it. Just, it was just like i like he threw three interceptions and i was like it's 13 to 3 like you guys could still win this like this isn't this game isn't out of reach by at all at all like that defense has stepped up so 
Yeah. I mean, and it's exciting to watch, like, because it gives me hope. I'm like, you know what? Um, even if even if Zach Wilson doesn't win rookie of the year or anything, like he doesn't put up lightning numbers. Like, I'm sure he's gonna have to swallow lumps and it's just gonna be growing pains with him. But I can look at it and go like, yo, our defense is is pretty stout, so mm-hmm. you can't complain about that. Um But yeah, I mean my 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 biggest stress from that game on Sunday was just I didn't want to see Zach Wilson injured just because he's so young. He's our future quarterback. I didn't want him injured, and that was the only reason I felt how I felt, and I tweeted what I tweeted. But talking about injured quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, ladies and gentlemen, did oh, not make it past that. game three. Ayo, 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 ayo. Eric deserves all the credit for this one. Eric deserves it. Our host. Eric called it. Everyone give it up. Everyone give it up. Look, man. I thought he'd go a little bit longer. He 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 uh, busted not one ankle, but two ankles. <laughs> Good lord. He has God God oh God gosh. gave him two and he, he broke both of them. He's, he's the brokest quarterback of all time, bro. Yo, I I feel so bad for the Colts because like Colts fans went from like Andrew Luck, right? Second coming of Paint Manning. Randomly retires, and then you had Jacoby Brissett. I mean, who's he's serviceable, but and then they traded for Carson Wentz. They're like, ah, yes, he'll lead us to the playoffs. Both of <laughs> them, both ankles gone. Ayo, ayo, ayo. I'm gonna say this right now. I'm saying it right now. I want y'all all. Hopefully, well, I mean, I'm I'm from Maryland. I'm we're from the area, so most of y'all gonna hear this, and I hope that's cathartic for y'all. But I'm casting this all the way to the Midwest in Indiana, especially because I'm black. Like y'all, y'all, y'all were like the the incubator of the clan out here. All right, so we're not. There's no love <laughs> for any of you guys. I'm sorry. There's not. Y'all got to an answer for that. Oh, all right. Man. Until you do, I'm not mad about what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is, look, y'all messed up. Y'all messed it all up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, Carson Wentz doing Carson Wentz things. Carson I, Wentz is garbage. He's, he's to, broken. He's broken. He's broken. He's broken. The That's craziest real. thing I've heard about Carson Wentz is and that. And like, it's because he, you you moved from Baltimore to Indianapolis. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that is the reason why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's racism. That's what it is. Bruh. We're just going to call it right now. <laughs> Hot take yeah. right here, putting it out there. It's <laughs> racism. It's your fault. You will the be funny, cursed forever. Sorry. The funny thing about Carson Wentz to me is that like he hasn't played a complete season of football since high school. <laughs> so, like, all these dudes are like drafting him early, trading big like trading pretty premium draft picks for him. It's like the guy hasn't played a full season since he was Carson who? Carson Wentz? Carson went and broke his leg. That's what he went. Yeah, I was about to say went someplace <laughs> else. Shit. Yep. He yep. he ain't never he ain't never went someplace ever else. I mean, shit. Terrible. But um, yeah. No, I just wanted to dabble on that real quick. Um, we're 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 coming up on we're coming up on the forty five minute mark, and uh, it's been fun so far. But I think. We mentioned something coming out of left field, and, and I think I see it coming now. Oh, God uh, AJ. damn. Is that that time? It is that time, coming uh, out of left field. All right, well, you know. You know how it is. It's like 
you know, when they don't know where else to turn on the Go Deep podcast, and they're done roasting Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless, you know, when the storehouse of hot takes is running low, and the people are clamoring against yet another day of unseasoned sports radio drudgery, only then did they call me, A.J. Claiborne, your favorite irascible kung fu leftist. Ladies and gentlemen, this is out of left field. This past weekend in the NFL, we were treated to some of the finest football imaginable. Men at peak physical fitness, having trained for many years and honed their concentration to razor sharpness, were able to perform acts of athleticism, which we spectators are unlikely to find anywhere else on earth. What makes the NFL so exciting is the long, grueling days of preparation. We know that during any given football game, despite the four 15-minute quarters of which a game is composed, we only ever witness about 11 minutes of action. Football, in that respect, is like a fine liquor, the contents of which have been distilled and purified and compressed into 11 minutes of sheer excellence. The athletes break their bodies, endure grueling training regimens, and potentially sacrifice life and limb for these 11 minutes of action every week. Despite the league's best efforts to cram as much advertising into every single corner of every single game, the performance of these athletes is literally the only reason that we're all watching this. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't watch in order to see commercials for this, uh, uh, you know, for the swill that passes for beer in this country. Don't watch it for that. I watch to see Lamar Jackson cut on a dime and make a fellow highly paid athlete uh, look like a fool for even trying to tackle him. Unfortunately for us, because we live under capitalism, there is an ancient and decrepit band of blood-sucking vampires who do not understand this. Not only do they not understand this, but their class position means that they pretty much uh, everything that you hate about the NFL is their responsibility. I'm referring, of course, to the NFL franchise owners. These soul-devouring ghouls have once again stepped in to ensure that nobody in the NFL has any fun playing what is, at the end of the day, an actual game. This offseason, they decided that the officials should strictly enforce the taunting rule on the books. What this means is that this past week, they were forced to witness superhuman athletes doing superhuman things on the field while the referees were there to ensure that nobody got too excited about it. What makes this so offensive is, of course, that football is very much a game that has decided uh, each play based on which athlete is able to win his battle against a single opponent. Can a receiver outrun a DB on a go route? Can he concentrate long enough with a DB in his face to haul in a 50-yard bomb? Will the defensive end outsmart a tackle or a guard in time to stall a whole drive with a sack. All these are distilled outcomes of years of painstaking preparation. And sometimes when you win, you understandably want to celebrate. 
but never fear. NFL owners, a uh, group of detestable zombies who have all amassed fortunes through the evils of ruthless exploitation, are here to ensure that nobody gets too mean about it. What does it look like in practice? Well, in the fourth quarter of the Titans-Seahawks game this year, uh, shit, I'm going to back up real quick. In the fourth quarter of the Titans-Seahawks game this year, uh, with the game on the line, the, the Seattle quarterback DJ Reed successfully defended a pass on a deep shot to the Titans' A.J. Brown, who is himself one of the better wide receivers in the league. Shout out to FL A.J. After which def- uh, successful pass defense, Reed stood up and flexed in Brown's direction. Not exactly a provocative gesture, but it was enough to trigger a 15-yard penalty in favor of the Titans, who would eventually go on to win the game. This is obviously stupid, and it's not the result of placing... Uh, and it's the result of placing a committee of mummies wrapped in the linens of their own blood. So cash in charge of the capital R rules. This is, to put it another way, what you get when you put rich jerks in charge of things. You get universally despised nonsense requirements that ensure that grown men have their free expression regulated not by the opprobrium of their peers, but rather by the whims of 30 old white guys who have had just enough, uh, about enough of trash talk thank you very much this is insipid and i know how to end it but that is a discussion for another time ladies and gentlemen mixes misters and misses my takes don't come out of nowhere they only come out of left field so that's my take on the stupidity of the taunting rule eric what are your thoughts (laughs) thanks for that man uh i think we're first off i think we all agree that this rule is really incredibly stupid uh i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about it from like a playing perspective uh because i feel like it's just part of the game i mean it's football's closest to me other than rugby to in like ufc to gladiatorial battles i mean it's just prime athletes going at it just pound like pounding away just beating each other up so like if i best you on the field whether i'm blocking you covering you tackling you running away from you like i'm gonna if i beat you i'm gonna express satisfaction and like excitement over it if i'm getting penalized for for that emotion in such an intense game where like my adrenaline is pumping fuck you like if you don't like it then one you're either not good at the sport or you just never played it or two you did play the sport and you were not good at it in fact and when you were taunted it made you cry um it's just the nature of the game like it's it is what it is and it, it, the fact that they're trying to take that away it just makes it makes the nfl the no fun league i mean they try to do it with celebrations look what happened and i think it's the same thing's going to happen now but um it's just really it really just makes the game super frustrating from a team perspective and then from a fan perspective too like just let it go man just let the let the players ride they're they're doing what they got to do but that's my take on it. I don't know. Lauren, I mean, how do you feel about it? Yeah, so ever since I was a kid, my dad always made the joke that, or, or for, I say since I was a kid, but I feel like in my teens and into adulthood, Dan Fell always stood for the not for fun league, uh, and or no fun league. And uh, it, to me, it's the justification of this rule that's just is the most mind-boggling thing in the world. The justification is that 
the um, there's this fear that something might happen. We can't have these players get in their face of somebody because they might fight in the fourth quarter later. Like there might be a punch thrown, and it's the it's a it's a strange it's the strangest uh, plural cut pearl clutch from a sport that gives out uh, toward all shots like they're candy, right? Like <laughs> this 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 uh, it's just it's just wild to me that bro, they're punishing bro, players that, for that something is, that, that is, might hold on, happen. Tell, tell, that's a fire ass line. Hold up. You said, uh, roll that back, roll that back, roll that back. What did you say? You uh, said, it's the it's the strangest pearl. Per, I can't ever say the word pearl. It's the strangest pearl clutch from the sport that gives out turtle shots like they're candy. Mm, so like, oh, mm, you fire. can't just like it makes fire. it makes no sense. Bars. This so, motherfucker's spitting <laughs> right just, now, bro. They asked, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read it. I read that online today from from this local guy, Danny Danny Ruye. But yeah, he he is pretty much what he said. And so it's just like you can't punish these players for something that might happen. That's like that's like punishing someone for a crime they never committed. It's like oh, he might uh, AJ Brown might have that might have led to a fight later on, but it doesn't. But right. it, like because because last year and because last year so many people were getting into fist fights, or like shoving <laughs> matches. It's like it's, so. It's just it's just a ridiculous rule, and I don't think it should be a uh, it should be a thing. And they need to get rid of it as soon as possible. But yeah, that's those are just my two cents on it, Eric. Nice. Well, I think um, once again, thank you to our to our top knot kung fu master over here, AJ Claiborne. Let's uh, let's move forward. Week three is coming up. And, I mean, we're going to have some good matchups. I mean, there's going to be some games that are, you know, clear-cut winners. I mean, I'm not super excited for tomorrow night's game. Um, but we, we got some on, on tap, and, of course, we're always going to talk about our own teams. Um, so I'm going to kick it off. Washington versus Buffalo. Now, we're all in agreement here on, um, on what we're thinking. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start it off and just say that, you know, I think Buffalo's going to win. Um, I think... I think they're just kind of waking up. Uh, they got handed in against the Steelers. They handled the Dolphins 35-0. Um, not a knock against Washington at all. It's just a really tough Bills team. But uh, AJ, what I mean, what are you thinking, man? But who do you think is going to win? And uh, what do you think? What do you think the outcome is going to be? Ah, uh, man, it's tough. I mean, you can't. You really can't take um, these these Bills. Uh, or you can't take these these uh, the Washington football team against these Bills right now, but um, you know, to be honest, I'm 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 going I'm going for it. You're going yeah. for Washington. We're doing You're changing it. Washington now here, yeah, that's what oh, we're doing. Okay, all right, switching it up. Yeah, respect, respect. Washington now here. You know what? I think I think the Washington football team is going to surprise these Bills. I think the Bills are a good team. I like them very much, but I don't think that they are ready for the uh, the NFL in the sense that not actually that's not true. I, I think they're ready for the NFL, but like I don't think they're ready for um, what it means when you're ready for the NFL, which is that any team will beat you on any, any given, given Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I think I think Washington has got it. I I'm taking them. Cheers. Cheers, Lauren. No, yeah, I think the I think the Bills beat us. 
I think that um, Josh Allen's just going to have too many of those third. We're going to we'll be on the field third down, third and fives, third and sixes, and he's going to have too many of those heartbreaking where he either runs and picks it up the first down or mm, somehow yeah. some dude's open. Like just those moments where we could, there's chances where we could have gotten off the field and he's going to have, I think they're going to have long drives and stuff like that. And um, I just don't, I just can't, I just don't see us stopping their offense enough. Uh, I don't, I, I think Taylor, I think Taylor shows up in balls. Whether what I think the stat line looks good for him, whether it's in garbage time, but I think he I I think he's a baller and he's squirrely. Um, he's shown me that twice. He's shown me that three times now. Um, right. That he can he can pass for three hundred yards and, and throw for some touchdowns and put the ball where it needs pe- to be. Pe- so. pe- people sleeping too much on Ted Lineke. He's the real he's the real deal. He just it, the only question with, of him is can it will he be hurt? That's the only question. Yeah, he's can good. He, can he can he hand up? Is but it be I just hurt? don't think we That's beat the this team. Oh, you're, wrong. The, you're wrong. The, you're wrong. You're wrong. Cover the, I'm, cover I'm the calling that right now. So, you're wrong about that. You're wrong about I'll that. gladly be wrong about it if it, that comes needed. to fruition. So Good. we're getting we'll needed here amongst the fans. <laughs> right on. No, I mean, I it's that's one of those games where like I'm actually excited to watch it. Um, just to see, you know, it's two good teams, two playoff caliber teams, just going to go at it in the regular season. So that's always a good time. Uh, a not so fun game to watch. It's going to be the Jets versus Broncos. We're going to talk about it because it's my team and because I feel like it. Um, I do have the Broncos beating us. I think that that defense is – that Denver defense is legit. Um, I mean, they're playing some of the best defensive football in the league right now. Uh, they're going to force Zach Wilson to pass, and I think he's just going to be flustered. He's going to try to play hero ball like he played last week, and, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. But, um, Lauren, I mean, what do you, what do you, what are you feeling about this game? Yeah, I think that uh, I think Denver takes it. I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. I've always thought he was a solid quarterback. I think they just uh, they just come out there and um, play really well and take it to the take it to the Jets. I think Zach Wilson's going to struggle again, um, yeah. and not to say that he or uh, yeah, well he threw four interceptions last week, but uh, I think he's going to have some hiccups and he's going to still and that defense. Von Miller's going to Von Von Miller might leave, may help might have him carted off the field at the uh, before the game's out, but oh, I just think that like they'll that. play. I think that the, I think that Denver's just going to come up and just smack them in the mouth. I think it'll be too much. What about you, AJ? Hey, you thought about you, hey, you thought that about the Green Bay Packers, and look how that turned out. I just in in this case, I got it with Lauren. Sorry, I'll, same right. exact page. We're done. Fair oh, you went Denver. I mean, it's only right. Now I'm, we're going to keep it in my in in, uh, in in the AFC East here. Saints versus Patriots. Jameis versus Mac. This is an interesting matchup because, you know, we had – so Lauren was – he was big on talking about the up and down Jameis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jameis, and, yeah. I, and I, you're, you're right on the head with that, man. I mean, he tore it up week one, coughed up so – coughed up the ball a couple times. Awful, awful, awful week two. Terrible. I mean, Terrible. Lauren, I'm going I'm to I'm kick this back to you again, Lauren, because, I mean – I, I feel like so, there, you have an inside track with Jameis here. I don't know. You got him on Twitter or something? You guys talking to each other? Yeah, you got the so, inside track? I've got the inside track. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that, yeah, man, he's up and down. And I'm, I'm picking New England reluctantly here, just knowing oh, that he terrible, might have a bounce back in. Terrible call. You're wrong. And I think, I think, I think he picks the – I think I'm picking New England Awful. here just because of Bill Belichick's defense and his defensive scheme. Uh Nope. I think that I I don't know how many points they're going to put up on offense. I don't know how much you can trust Mac, but I think I think the Patriots come out totally there at wrong. home. He's I think they come out and beat one. him. Uh, my man's wrong about this one. Uh, it's 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 James all the way. Uh, so like <laughs> we're just 
Just like last week, right? Just like last week, right? Oh, what? What? Just like last week, right? Hold up, hold up. What was last week? What was what happened last week? What happened last week, bro? Uh, I mean, Jameis threw up two two interceptions while they got routed by the Panthers. He, he, you know what? He did in fact do that. How did I end up three? How did I end up that week though? That's the question. That's all <laughs> I'm concerned tied. about. <laughs> we tied. Yeah, you guys we did. Tied. I, I was the odd man out in that situation. Three and two. Look, so I don't um, want to hear about that. So, so I don't want to hear about right, that. Just, you don't want to hear about me being right? It's okay, AJ. You could be wrong, AJ. It's okay. You can <laughs> no, be no, wrong. What I'm, saying okay. is, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is. You could be wrong. It's okay, AJ. You could also be wrong, though. That's all. But I'm but, not. That's the problem. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split this, this debate here. Um, and I'm actually going to I'm gonna side with AJ on this one. I think Jameis has a bounce back week. I don't think he's going to light it up. by any. I think, he, I think it's going to be one of those like lukewarm weeks where he's like, Two touchdowns and an interception, but he does mm. he does enough mm. to keep the game close mm. and, and helps Camara mm. you know mm. feeds Camara enough where like he has a bounce back fantasy week for all you fantasy players out there mm. and uh, and they get a win. I think I think I think it's going to be high scoring. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be like a defensive game uh, just because Belichick he plays. I mean he's a defensive guru. But yeah, I, I mean think, uh, I think the Saints do enough to win. It's got to go one of two ways for me. It's either the Saints blow them out or it's low scoring. Right? Like if New England wins it, I yeah. think it's a, I think they scratch it. It's a, it's a low scoring game where the Saints just route them. Yeah, you just so making shit up. It's okay. Way. It's fine. Well, I don't know what that is. It's it's cool. We getting a little heated. Uh, so. uh, Lauren, uh, we're going to we're going to talk about a, this one's a uh in the NFC East, Giants versus Falcons. A battle of the winless teams. Um, this is one of those games where nobody really cares to watch it because it's going to be awful. But <laughs> I feel like we all, I feel like what are they playing about it? It's like a one o'clock. Play at one o'clock. Thank God. They're playing a one o'clock <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've got, I've got the, I've got the Giants getting a win just because the Falcons are that bad. Um, they are who we think they are. Matt Ryan's got a noodle for an arm, but. <laughs> I, I you you wildin', bro. Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. He just he just us is unfortunately playing for this team. Shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I got the I got the I got the Falcons. I got the Falcons winning in a high scoring affair. For some reason, I think it's just going to be high scoring, and uh, I don't think their defenses are any good. And I think Matt Ryan can still sling it. And I think they're just getting putting together their their offense. You know, they really I feel like they clicked really well last week. Uh, they they he made some mistakes. They got they got eventually got blown out, but uh, he you know they were scoring touchdowns and that offense was moving. So I think they come out and they beat the Giants, but that's also some of it. Some of that's coming out hoping that they lose because I'm I'm we're, I, they're in our division. So fingers crossed, right? Do you think that yeah. is there anything that uh, you would attribute to the Giants' defense that would like you know cause you to? Well, it doesn't have to affect your judgment, but I'm saying like, who are you asking me or Lauren? Uh, Lauren. Oh, me? That uh, why I think the Giants' defense might. No, I'm uh, saying, I'm saying, like, a, is there anything about their defense that would like affect your judgment or not? You just be like, not hey, really. Hey. I mean, I like uh, Peppers back there, but uh, or um, I'm pretty sure his name's Peppers. Their safety. But I think that the Falcons are just – I think Matt Ryan's pretty good, and I think that offense is just going to spread them out and, and, and uh, 
rip them apart. Um, nothing on their defense has done anything so far to make to, to give me too much shock value. Nothing stood out too much to me just yet. Yeah, I got to piggyback off of that and just – I mean, my thing is I think – like like Lauren said, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game just because there's a lack of defense from both teams. Um, I just think – I think the Giants have more weapons um, than the Falcons do only because they got Barkley. I mean, wide receivers, they're both kind of – they're somewhat even. I'd lean more towards the Giants because they have Slayton, Shepard, and Galladay. Um I'm taking Kyle Pitts over Evan Ingram any time of the day, or Kyle Rudolph for that matter. Um, but Saquon <laughs> yes, uh... definitely tilts it towards the Giants, and I just think that Falcons defense is bad enough that um, they'll just light it up and score more. But do you think is he Saquon, still on pitch count? You think Saquon will actually do some shit? Like that's um, so last week, Saquon played 84 percent of the offensive snaps, which was a it was mm-hmm. like a 16 percent bump increase from week one. Um, so I think they're. <laughs> this is messed up, but I think the Giants at this point are going to go, well, we'll just ride Saquon into the ground again. Because um, yeah. that's what the Giants do. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen. So, Damn. I got you. Yeah. It's, and it's unfortunate because Saquon deserves better, but he's on the Giants. He does. Goes. He does. That nigga needs to get himself off, of, off that team, for real. Damn. What was, what was that, though, Lauren? They, they, they're probably giving them Toradol shots like, like lollipops. Yeah, like candy, they're heading toward up. Freaking like awful, candy. Man. So here's a fun game that I want to talk about. That's kind of random, but Bengals versus Steelers. I mean, I think we all agree. Our 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 staple adage here: you don't bet against Mike Tomlin. I mean, I did last week, and look how that turned out. But still, this week, uh, I'm not betting against Mike Tomlin this week. What about uh, what about you, AJ? Uh, I am never betting against. Uh, well, that's that's wrong. That's not true. I will bet against Mike Tomlin, but um, well, it's hard. I will say, uh, Big Ben looks like he's hurt. So, you know what? He's actually he's so news just came out today. He's dealing with a pec injury. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying. Oh, I think true. I, I think I think I will go against Big Ben and Mike Tomlin this week, if only just because of an injury. So, Fair yeah, I mean he's had a recent injury history. So, what mm-hmm. about you, Lauren? Does that? Yeah. So or? you know what's funny is I forgot that he was hurt, and I forgot that that came out. And to me, it was more of like a a fifty fifty game because I like Joe, I like Joe Burrow out there, and that 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 Bengals. I think they're a hungry team, and they can play really well. Yeah. But um. It's man. See, the hard part is picking it right now. Is knowing if he's gonna because you know he's questionable. He's listed as questionable, right? And uh, so it's if he if he sits, you know, obviously everybody's gonna be like, oh, Cincinnati all the way, right? Like they're just gonna. And so like it's hard now because if I go because I still want to kind of lean to the Steelers just a little bit just because of that fact or just because of Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, but. If he gets benched, I'm I'm leaning towards Cincinnati. So if I man with the gun to my head, um... that's where you're going. Your 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 gun is at Cincinnati. Ah, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking if he's hurt, but, hurt, but he gets hurt in the game. You you, huh? you do understand how that violates the rule against, you know, bet against Mike Tomlin. So right, no, I see. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to go against that rule because if he gets but if Big Ben, let's say Big Ben plays and he gets hurt in the game. 
and it has to go out. And then you got Mason Rudolph and his his weird self rolling in facts. there. You got big uh, facts there. I could tell you that. Uh, then facts. you know they're in deep water fast. Facts. So yeah. can that can that uh the can so then it's then it's all on Pittsburgh's defense and their effectiveness. Mm-hmm. And if TJ Watts out, you know if he's if he's questionable as well. With I think with he is a groin injury, so yeah. you know they're a bit banged up. Mm. I think I might I might I might go against our my, our rules. What it's sounding like, huh? Think I'm, I think think I'm leaning towards going against the rule. My heart is telling me one thing, and my head's telling me the other. My so. mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. No, I feel you. Um, yeah, I mean, wait, wait, wait. don't huh? we have to? Don't we have to like get? We got to protect the next week's outcomes, right? Yeah, that's what we're or are doing. we good? Oh, okay, bet. Okay, yeah. I mean, so so. I mean, I'm still I'm still going with the Steelers. Uh, Big Ben has a has a tendency to just kind of keep playing through injuries until he can't anymore. Um, that's I, I feel like that's been his go to mentality <laughs> his entire career, yeah. which is why he's so like he's so not durable Messed now. Up. Yeah, yeah. The dude is jacked up now, um, but I think he's gonna grit it out and try to play, and I think it's gonna be enough to get them over the hump. He may get into yeah. more. Um at which point See, that's kiss, my fear. kiss the rest of their their season away. Um unless Dwayne Haskins steps in and becomes you know Donovan McNabb up there. But um So it's it yeah so you're still leading Pitt, huh? So like yep. I'm still up in the air on that one. I feel like I feel like I should pick Cincy because I think he's gonna get hurt. But I'm with you in that like Ben has this like knack whenever he's hurt to roll up to games and just like just gut it out, gut out a win, right? Like exactly. he's like I came in here hurt, like I, I put it on the line, like I like, you know, and just gut out wins. And so it's it, well see the other thing is we don't know if he's just gonna get benched in general because of injuries. Yeah, um, coach's decision, you never know. No, nah, I'll just ride with Pittsburgh. I'll ride with Mike Tomlin. Right on. AJ may make the money. Count my, count my L's on Sunday when I'm wrong. AJ can <laughs> AJ will tell get on this podcast and tell me how wrong I am. Yeah, he'll, no, he'll no, you're not wrong. It's just like that's what it is. It's like that's the rule. Do you <laughs> yeah. do you trust do you trust Mike Tomlin or not? And in which way, right? Like because you could trust yeah. Mike Tomlin in one way and not trust him in another. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. You know? No, I'm, you. I'm, I'm it's a, it's a good game there. to watch, honestly, I feel like at that point. Just it's to see what game. happens. But I'm taking the Mike Tomlin and his Steelers. That's all. No question. Just so no... you got you got the Steelers. Yeah, all mm-hmm. three of us got Steelers, I think. Okay. Now another quarterback who who's who's kind of like, you know, one of the one of the old guard, if we will. Packers versus 49ers. Rogers versus Garoppolo. I freaking hate that guy. Uh <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not a Garoppolo fan. You guys know how I feel about him after last he's week. He's not he's me. not a thing. He's not a thing. You know. Um, you know. So it's safe to say that I'm going to be picking Packers here. But uh, Lauren, I mean, how are you feeling about this game? Yeah, no, I, I got Green Bay. I'm, I'm riding with Green Bay. I think they win. And what's fun, what's interesting is Green Bay's the underdog here. Um, it's Sunday Night Football. Okay. Green Bay as the dog by four points, and you nothing gets wow. nothing gets Aaron Rodgers fired up by getting you know. Oh, really? You're going to count me out, huh? You know, I got okay. We got this. You know, for sure. So he's he's listed as an underdog. So, but I think I got Green Bay winning this. I think Aaron's hitting his after last week. Aaron, you know, is Aaron Rodgers? Like I think I said on the first episode, there's 
It's not a team that could go like 0-1 and, and you'd be like, there's no problems. They could go like 0-2 and would be like, you're going to rip off six at some point. So I think I think they yeah. beat this 49ers team. AJ, what you thinking? <laughs> Sorry, I got I got I got Green Bay. There's no there's no what what was the other option here? <laughs> 49ers. Garoppolo. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll see Trey Lance. <laughs> if it's a good point. I mean, he could I don't know, they could they could potentially have a good night. I just I don't see it. I, don't, I just don't see it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, reigning MVP Rodgers. He tore it up last this past week. I think he's gonna do it again this week. So, uh, but the next he game, might. he might. The next game, I know, is very near and dear to Lauren's heart. He might even put money on this one. This is the <laughs> the Rams versus the Bucks, the dark horse contender versus the reigning champs. Now, Lauren, I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up and just let you go into it first because. Boy, have you been right about these Rams? Yeah, so I think the I think the Bucks, you know, they've it's not like they faced a soft schedule, but I kind of feel like they haven't faced anything Ooh. that's like a real sort of defensive front. You know, like uh, with the 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 players that the uh, Rams have on defense is just are, they're just stacked with uh, Aaron Donald in specifically, and then they've got a great corner in Ramsey, and so I think that. Uh, they, I think they roll out there, and I think they give they give Tom Brady a tough time. I think they don't give him time to uh, to uh, throw the ball. I think they're they're in his face all day and all night. And uh, I think that uh, the the uh, LA is kind of looking at this like a to me LA is looking at this like a uh, measuring stick. Like okay, these are the Super Bowl champs. We have to beat them to get to the Super Bowl. Let's see what they're made of. You know, let's go out there and show them what we're worth. And I think they roll in there, and I think they beat them. Um, I think Aaron. I think it's probably based on the way these two teams have been going in the over unders at uh, fifty six. So the uh, uh, Vegas thinks it's going to be a super high scoring game. I wonder about that. Usually in Vegas, to me, I, this is what I, my gut has always gone: is if Vegas thinks it's super high scoring, it's usually low scoring. So it's like a defensive <laughs> struggle. But I think I I think these guys probably will probably will air it out. Um, and it's it, to me, it's kid like. So last week against the Colts, that defense must be really good because I think the the Rams, you know, they put up only tw- uh, they had to win in the last second field goal. Right. So I think that uh, the Rams are going to have to come up, come on offense sharp, and just come out and play play sharp. Right, AJ. I mean, I pick in LA. There you go. I figured you would. <laughs> I'm curious to hear who AJ picks though. I mean, do you pick the champs, the reigning champs, or do you pick? A favorite team of the show. <laughs> I don't. I don't. To be honest with you, like this, this game could go either way, but I'm taking the Rams. Okay, I respect I'm taking the Rams. That. Uh, I, you know what? They've got all the momentum. Hmm. They have. Uh, they've, they've got Stafford. They do. I have to, I have to go with them. And and look, he's willing. He just, you just, you throw the ball down the field, you're gonna win games. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, I for, keep it simple. I gotta, I gotta go with the Rams too here. I gotta agree with both of y'all. Uh, one of the big, one of the big reasons why, and I think AJ, you're the one that that shared this with the group earlier, was the fact that they they just placed Antonio Brown on the COVID list. So already there, I mean, mm-hmm. they still have Mike Evans. Yeah, they still got Chris Godwin, who's an amazing. We're both amazing wide receivers. 
Um, they still got Gronk. But, I mean, that's one less weapon that you worry about. Maybe eases the stress on the on the on the defense for the Rams. Um, Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, wow, Matt Stafford is absolutely clicking on all cylinders in LA. I mean, look at the game Cooper Cup just had. Yeah, they're I mean they're scheming ways to get Robert Woods touches. Um, Deshaun Jackson's still there. I mean, watch out for him to take the top off of, of the of the of the defense. Daryl Henderson is rolling way more than either Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette. Um, I just, you know, I feel like the Rams, like AJ said, I feel like they're just clicking a little bit. They have more momentum going. Um, Tampa struggled a little bit against the Cowboys. And, I mean, they they handedly won, I think, this past week. I don't really remember. Um, So, if I mean, no news is good news. So, I guess they handled business. Um, it'll be a fun game to watch, but I definitely think the Rams are going to take it to to the Bucks. Um, I think it'll be high scoring, but close. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because it's always like those games where people are like, "Oh, they're going to score." I feel like in those games where they're, they're like, "Oh, they're going to score like close to thirty points each." You know, the game ends up being like seventeen to twenty. You know, like uh, right. it ends up being like a Facts. low scoring game. But we'll see. Though both those offenses are proven, they can put up numbers and they will put up numbers this year. Yes, sir. So. Lauren, I think um, I think we hit the point where it's it's the kind of the rest of the the grab bag games that we all just we all just agree on who's going to win, so it's not worth a debate. Um, yeah, yeah. So we got Panthers Texans on Thursday night. So we all oof. think Carolina's going to whoop the Texans because yep. Texans are starting a backup quarterback. Uh, Bears Browns at a one o'clock game. The favorite is Cleveland. We all have the Browns winning and covering. Baltimore Lions, we all have the Baltimore beating the crap out of the Lions um, and covering the minus <laughs> for, spread For there. good reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, the uh, Colts-Titans, we all have the Titans. Titans are the favorite by six points. We have them them winning Chiefs-Chargers. We have the Chiefs covering the seven-point seven spread. Uh, bang, or no, oh, Cardinals-Jaguars, uh, we have Arizona Arizona covering that seven points spread because the Jaguars are dumpster fire. Um, uh, Dolphins Raiders. <laughs> we have the Raiders. We think the Raiders and John Gruden might actually know what he's doing out there, but we'll see. Right. Uh, we got the Raiders winning that one. Seahawks Vikings. Uh, they actually. What's interesting is Seahawks here are only a two point favorite, but wow. we have Seahawks covering that um, and, they will. Uh, they will. and beating the Vikings as well. Yeah, easy. So, right on. Thank you, man. So I yep. think. Uh, I think we hit that point of the night now, where we're all we're gonna bid you all a farewell. Um, you know, every let everybody get back to real life because real life gets hard sometimes, and we can all attest to that. Um, I know AJ. I think you you had some words that you wanted to say at the end here. Um, yeah, no, I just want to uh, shout out uh, shout out to um, shout out to Jeffrey, bro. You were loved, you were missed, and uh, you know, you'll be remembered. So, rest in peace, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for sticking up with us this long. If you hung around, we appreciate you. Like we had said earlier, please subscribe, like, uh, follow our our pages, social medias. It's all the same as uh, the Go Deep podcast. Leave a review. Give us reviews. Yeah, and we'll read it out loud. Let us know. But uh, from us to y'all, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you, all the support, all the listening. And remember, go deep. Go deep. Go deep.